0: Hello, welcome back to the Work Life Mindset Podcast. I'm very excited to have you join us today. What I wanted to talk about is one of these kind of foundational lessons in in mindset, and um, as we we look to understand and bring more awareness to our thinking and our our state of mind, how we're feeling, and how that impacts. The actions we're taking, the actions we're not taking, our habits, our beliefs, and all that good stuff. A lot of this comes down to this concept of uh, the two states of being. And this is not new, of course, I didn't (laughs) make it, you know, I'm not not really inventing this. This has a lot of um, history and and a lot of Eastern philosophies, but um, I've really resonated to this concept that um, we are always in one of two states of beings. And we could be in a low level of one of those states, um, but you can't be in both states at the same time. I kind of really like this scale concept where like you can't really be in the middle. You're either a little bit to one side, a little bit to the other, or far to one side or far to the other. And, you know, the way I like to use these states, um, I used to call them the beautiful state and the suffering state. Um, and that does kind of, I think, describe the emotions and feelings that that you have in those states. So if you like those terms, that's great. But recently, I've really resonated with um the powerful state and the primal state. Um, you know, the primal state, it really is suffering, and it's stress, anxiety and overwhelm and fear and anger. and I, I like calling it the primal state because it reminds me that, that's just the way our brain has evolved. It's, it's our brain doing its one function that it's meant to do, which is survive, as in keep us alive, as in solve problems, right? And if there are no problems, the brain is going to make up problems. This is why our mindset is so critical in today's world, because <clears throat> we don't have a lot of primal fears that are, you know, waiting to take us down. There's no tiger in the bush every time we walk outside the door. So we got to realize that our brain is reacting to a lot of intellectual fears, but also recognizing that we can bring ourselves to this powerful state this state of action taking a state of joy and abundance and success and love and kindness and compassion. Um, So that's how I kind of like to name those two states a powerful state versus a primal state and for the longest time, I thought I was in, you know, what I would have labeled a powerful state, even before I knew about the two states, I would look like, oh, yeah, no, like, I was happy-ish. Um, but as I really dove deep into what was going on in my life through, you know, um, adolescence and young adulthood and adulthood and parenthood, even, I came to realize that I was actually in, like, a very low level of primal state. Um even being like content, and I had my needs met, I had a great wife, I had great kids, live in a great town, but I still spent anywhere from four to six hours a day in a state of stress or anxiety and overwhelm. And you know, I wasn't in this constant primal state. Um, again, I do believe you can bounce back and forth multiple times a day, if not sometimes longer. Uh, but I really use this to understand that I was addicted to stress. Um, I fed on stress and relied on stress to motivate me to get stuff done, particularly in my professional career, and a lot of this came from um, being put in charge of a lot of things and people and a lot of responsibilities at a very young age, by age 16 I was supervising three or four people, Um, some of them were even older than me. I was um, responsible for a lot of heavy equipment and um, driving a lot of big people around in in, in big vessels and boats and such. And I kind of learned that, um, you know, I needed that stress to perform. You know, I just, I got really used to those stress hormones in my body, the cortisol, the adrenaline, um, just like as if I was drinking alcohol every day, which I wasn't doing back then. Um, I was just becoming addicted to those chemicals. So I normalized it, right? And I just thought, well, it's great. It's normal to be stressed out a lot. That's how I get stuff done. That's part of my identity. Um, I had to have some level of stress in my life in order to succeed is what I believed. And only you know, more recently in these last couple of years have I understand that that's that's not what I need to succeed. In fact, it got to a point where that was holding me back from success of, of what I, what I wanted. Um, you know, this manifested with a lot of procrastination. You know, I would always put things off to a deadline um, in school and in work, and sometimes even in life. I would leave projects unfinished and not close loops. Uh, and I learned because I just wanted some level of like stress and anxiety that felt normal. It felt like that's what I needed to be alive. And once I got this awareness and started, you know, taking new actions and forming new beliefs, uh, all that went to wayside. And I can now report: I think I spend less than an hour a day in stress, anxiety, or overwhelm. It's still there. I don't think it's ever going to go away. But I've I've really learned how to turn the volume down on it. And part of that is like kind of naming it to tame it. Right? What's going on? Um, so these two states, you know, the, uh, powerful state, I kind of liken that to heaven on earth. Right. And this isn't really about religion, but it's just, again, it's happiness, it's peace, it's joy, um, calm, being connected with others, um, being in practice of your passion, you know, whatever you're doing all day long. Um, when I look at that, like, I know I want to be in that state all day long. Um, but again, I do bounce back and forth, but I have awareness, so I can kind of like, wow, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What state am I in? All right, well, maybe it's time to change states, and I take control and I do that. I change states back and forth, um, but it starts with asking yourself those questions: like, am I stressed? Am I in a primal state? Am I afraid of something? And and then an empowering question is, how do I pull myself out? You know, what am I thinking? And is it true? And Um, What steps can I take to to address this right now? Because being in a primal state generally doesn't feel good, yet that's kind of the default state that we've fallen into and and we'll often find ourselves in this autopilot state as a primal state, right? So um, again, primal state, I kind of liken that to hell on earth. (laughs) Um, And we do create our own hell. Like We are the director of our own script. I hope everybody can make space to understand that. And from that understanding, you learn that actually you have way more control than you might have formally believed that you did. Um, in a state of, in a primal state or some would call it a suffering state, that's stress, that's depression, that's anxiety and worry and frustration and anger and sadness and fear is a huge one, even loneliness, right? And then when we look at these two, you have like a powerful state where you feel good right uh it's empowering to be in that state you're actually awake right you're present you're intentional versus suffering state or a primal state you know you don't feel good um you have disempowering thoughts you're asking disempowering questions you're pretty much asleep at the wheel right you're not present and that kind of comes back to like autopilot right um and I think that's a key difference in there, you know. Whereas when you're in a primal state, you're kind of asleep, you're not present, your brain just defaults to this negative thinking. So we want to start paying attention to being present in the present moment. Um, a lot of the primal state is tied to thinking about the future. Uh, having fear for some future event, stressing about the future, being anxious about something that might happen. It hasn't happened. It's not happening at this very moment, but it could happen. So we fear that and that puts us in the state. Um, Also looking back behind us, like pulling up past evidence of, of bad things that have happened, bad failures. In fact, the brain will use that to help us make a decision whether or not to take action, to go down that path again, whether to try something new, And maybe there's no evidence to show us that's going to work out. It's going to keep us stuck right there in the comfort zone. Um, It's kind of nuts how natural, you know, how common it is for our brain just to go into that natural state of primal, um, of not really paying attention and, and letting things happen on autopilot, like just kind of going through the motions, just being asleep, getting up and taking the same actions, having the same results, but then maybe not feeling good about that. And wishing we could take new actions. And this awareness of, of these two states is, is, I think, a huge foundational part of that. Um, again, when you get to like a more powerful state, you kind of wake up a bit, right? Um, you're intentional. That's kind of the way I like to look at it. We're setting plans, we're moving toward plans, we're pivoting, we're learning from failures. Um, to me, this looks like waking up every day and, and meditating and journaling about, you know, where I'm at, where I wanna go, what my intentions are for the day, running that through my values, writing down my deepest why, um, talking about like my goals and my plan for that day and for the life for a week ahead, for months ahead, for years ahead. Um, understanding, you know, and, and figuring out like how your business and career is gonna help you with your growth and your life plan. And, and where's their alignment in your life? Where's their disalignment? Um, how is getting aware of this stuff going to really impact not just yourself but your family people around you your peers um anybody that you get to interact with on a regular basis in the world you know you're you're putting out a lot of energy and a lot of vibrations and um, how you show up for yourself really becomes how you show up for others and being intentional is a key part of this so i know that when i am in connection with a powerful state and taking action to me, that's that's living with intention, and I have specific actions that I've turned into habits to make that happen. A lot of it is driven around a morning routine, right? Um, so, yeah, just kind of like recognizing that <clears throat> more than likely your brain's going to want to go to that default state. Okay. And it's because your brain's a problem solving device, right? Your brain really doesn't care about your happiness or success or love or fulfillment or money. It only cares about survivals. That's what our brain has evolved to do. Our brain has not changed very much in the last one or two million years, but our environment has drastically changed, even in just the last 200 years, right? So, present day, you know, this kind of old technology, <laughs> this older brain. You know, it can torture us if we're not intentional, um, if we're not awake. Because again, if there is no problem, your brain's going to make up a problem. It's going to turn that little molehill into a mountain and really make it sound a lot worse. Because it thinks that's what it needs to do to keep you alive. Um, it wants to evoke that fear so it knows that it's it's doing what it was tended to do, <laughs> right? So. I invite you all just to kind of, you know, maybe sit here and wonder, especially when you're feeling with negative emotions, even positive emotions. This isn't all like good and bad. This is just where am I on that scale? Um, Am I like, it's my birthday. Everything's freaking awesome. I'm doing a lot. And like, I'm in a very powerful state or am I just totally not feeling good today? Like grieving. I don't know, even something happened and I'm in a primal state or I'm really not taking action. I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it because of some kind of fear. Um, What's even more challenging, and I would invite you to recognize these moments because this is where the power to change comes from um, when you're in a low level primal state and everything seems good-ish, everything seems kind of okay, but you know there's something more and you're just not at that peak state. Um, recognizing that you are in control of that and you can do something about that. Um, you get yourself out by first bringing this awareness of like, why do you feel this way? Um, where's your focus and attention? What are you fearing? What are you focusing on? And is that leading to this state? What's the opposite of that fear of focus? If you're in suffering or in a primal state, you know, your, your thinking is leading you to that. So what would the opposite of that thinking be, right? What empowering questions do you need to ask yourself to pull yourself out of that state? And then, you know, one of the most, I think, powerful ways to just even quickly change your state is to just stop and breathe. Um, there are some really good studies out of Japan that six very deep breaths is, is one of the fastest ways to change your state. And it works for me every time. I started off a lot of like my group coaching sessions with that, just to bring everybody into alignment, to get us centered, to get us here, get us present by just taking six deep, long breaths and you can quickly get yourself out of a primal state into a bit more of a powerful state. So that's what I have for you too: the two states, the primal state, the powerful state. I wanted to bring this in early this season, because I'm going to be referring to these states pretty often. Again, my challenge to everybody here is to just kind of bring that awareness. What state are you in? What state are you in right now? And are you okay with that? Is that where you want to be? If you're in a powerful state, you're feeling great. Awesome. You still can ask yourself like, well, what got me here? Why am I here? You know, When you're on that peak, it's kind of your responsibility to reflect on why you're there. What actions are you taking? What got you there? Because there's going to be a valley. That's part of just the cycle it's a cycle of transformation. You're going to be down low a little bit and you want to have that good reflection from when you're up high of what got you there, what kept you there, right? And then same thing when you're down low, okay, I'm here. How did I get here? (laughs) You know, um, Why am I here? What am I feeling? What's the opposite of that? How am I going to get myself out? And through that, you start shifting from four to six hours in stress, anxiety, and overwhelm every day, which it was only a couple years ago. That was my life, sometimes even more, um, to less than an hour consistently every day that I spend in, in those negative emotions. And the work was all done with mindset. So that's what I'm here to help, help everybody see. And um, thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to check out. We have all kinds of tools. In fact, I cover the two states and a lot of great mindset work on the website in the 14 day mindset challenge. That's one of our courses there. It's um, worklifemindset.com. You can check that out. You can also follow us because I'm putting out quite a bit of content about the two states and, and mindfulness and mindset at uh, worklifemindset on Instagram, or come join our Facebook page work life mindset. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in.